1: and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search
2: at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show I think you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed.
0: You are Locked On Magic. Your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day,
2: And you are indeed locked on Magic. Today is October 23rd, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore omd And it is a good day to be a Magic fan today. The Orlando Magic defeating the Boston Celtics 93-90. to A huge win where they showed that they were growing, they were doing all the right things that, that you want them to do. And, and what we're going to talk about a little bit more today... The formula for the Magic to win basketball games. It is definitely uh, laid out here in these first four games. And so we'll, we'll take some things to watch out for that we've seen now that we've had some data, we've had some games in front of us, uh, and, and try and extrapolate just a little bit on what the formula is for the Magic to win. Of course, long, long way to go this season. A lot of growth still to come, a lot of challenges and adversity to get through. Magic have their work cut out for them still. But Monday was a very good day and a very, very big win for the Orlando Magic. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you that if you aren't already, check out the Locked On podcast network, especially Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA is a daily podcast covering all the big issues in the NBA. I'm sitting here recording this here as the Lakers take on this version. Overtime, a lot's going on there, of course, um, but uh, lot's going on around the league. It was a busy night in the league. I watched Portland, the end of the Portland game after the Magic game ended to, to scout the Blazers a little bit, an exciting overtime win, uh, overtime loss, excuse me to the Washington Wizards. Um, A lot going on around the league, and the best place to catch up and get a sense of all the national storylines is on Locked On NBA. It's a different host every day, giving you a different perspective, Uh, but the same great analysis that you would expect from a Locked On podcast. These guys follow the league intensely, just like we follow each team intensely here on these podcasts. So definitely check that out. You can find it on iTunes to search for Locked On NBA. You can also check out the other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Locked On and the team you're looking for. NBA teams are covered, MLB teams are covered, NFL teams are covered, and a growing number of colleges covered as well. Definitely check that out on iTunes. Just search for Locked On and the team you are looking for. So when the schedule came out, uh, we knew that this first five or six games was going to be extremely difficult for the Orlando Magic. There's just no getting around it. These are tough teams. These are good teams, uh, and Orlando, yeah, is in a little bit of a redevelopment mode. And and yeah, you don't you can't always put credence into early results. You can you can nip some teams while they're still figuring things out, and and maybe that's what happened Monday. But it, it, on paper, this did not look like a, a favorable stretch. Miami, Charlotte's been a team that Magic have struggled with. Philadelphia, Boston, Portland coming up on Thursday, Milwaukee on Saturday. And really, it felt like the Magic were going to have to get themselves together very, very quickly to really compete and have a chance at these games. As some fans would point out, the way things have played out, Orlando maybe should be 3-1, and one, but certainly, if you told me the Magic would be 2-2 two and two to start this season, I would say I'm pretty happy. Uh, if I'm the Magic, if, if I'm just kind of like game planning things out, 2-2 two and two means you've probably stolen some games that you need to and you're just kind of keeping your head above water before the schedule, you know, theoretically at least on paper, lightens up. That's not of course how the magic should think because the magic, you know, can't count on any wins, but to play at a high level, to be the team that they eventually want to be, they're going to need to steal some games here and there. They're going to need to to find ways to scratch out wins and they're going to need to find the formula early on. Against the Boston Celtics, the Magic appeared to have found some of that formula. A 93-90 win over the Boston Celtics in a game where the defense, dominated isn't the right word, but the defense was the primary generator for Orlando's success. In fact, the Magic did not trail at any point in the game. They led wire to wire. They came out with energy. They moved the ball well. They played strong defense to keep Boston on their toes. They led by more than 10 points early in the game once again, uh, and and they staved off every Boston run. Felt like Kyrie Irving was going to make a tough shot, was going to get himself going, uh, and Orlando had an answer, whether it was a jumper from DJ Augustin, a jumper from Evan Fournier, or Jonathan Isaac making a jumper. Every time Orlando had an answer to expand the lead, not only did they have an answer on offense, they had an answer on defense. This game was all about the Magic's defense. let us I mean, 93 points isn't a good offensive night. But defensively, the Magic were locked in. Jonathan Simmons said it best. They were on a string. You could see how connected they were. Someone got beat, the next guy covered. And then the next guy covered for him. And and that first guy found the open man to contest shots. The ball went out to the perimeter. Orlando got a hand up, forced him off the line, or made him take a contested three. Boston took 43 pointers in this game. They only made nine. And, yeah... Orlando's still got a long way to go. The Magic let the Celtics back into the game um, thanks to some poor transition defense and uh, you know losing sight of three-point shooters. It looked like Boston was going to make their their run and make their comeback, but the Magic came back, and, and in the big moments in the fourth quarter moments where the Magic struggled in Saturday's loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, Orlando made the plays they needed. Take Jonathan Isaac, for instance. Jonathan Isaac with nine points in the first quarter doing a good job uh, hitting the offensive glass, but a big moment for the second-year player who is essentially a rookie right now. He got the ball on the perimeter with the Magic up by three. He pumped fake Jason Tatum out of his shoes, drove to the free throw line, and took a took a jumper and made it to give Orlando a five-point lead once again. Yes, there, there are still a lot of issues with this Magic team. They are not a complete completed project. There is still offensive inconsistencies that, that the team has to deal with. And the team you know, is going to have to grow and learn from. But they were dialed in defensively, and that gave them every opportunity to win this game and really gave them complete control of the game. On the final play of the game, Boston inbounding with about, four sec- with about seven seconds left, I believe. They inbounded to Kyrie Irving in the corner. Jaron Jaren Grant is on his hip, challenges the shot, forces a miss. Al Horford gets the rebound with the Magic playing a small lineup to defend the three-point line so they could switch every screen. He kicks it out to Gordon Hayward. Aaron Gordon chases him down, challenges the shot. Hayward misses. Orlando wins the game. There were defensive sequences like that all night long where the Celtics seemed to get past the Magic's first level of defense, kick it out to the perimeter, and the Magic were there responding and reacting and forcing them to keep moving and keep shuffling. They challenged so many shots. They really just played a fantastic game. I mean, I I think the defense was as good as we've seen from the Magic in a very long time. And consistent with how they've played throughout the season so far, at least when they've played well. I mean, even the Charlotte game, I would say, first half of the Charlotte game, Orlando played Defense. They gave up 51 points. They they got loose from the three-point line a little bit at the end of that first half. But I thought that they still played pretty good defense, especially on the interior. And so, you know, the Magic are slowly defining themselves. And this is a defining win for them. Boston, for everything else is a team that's going to compete for a championship. And they're still figuring themselves out. I mean, I watched them play against the Knicks, and I thought, you know, it, it looks like they're still, you know, kind of revving the engine a little bit. You could see hints of what they'll be, um, but they're not quite there yet. And Orlando picked them off. They got them early, they picked them off. But this was a really solid performance, a kind of foundation Level foundation, foundational performance, a foundation lay layering performance for Orlando, the kind of performance that the Magic need if they're going to grow and take the next step. So, you know, they made the plays down the stretch. Irving made some nice plays uh, over tough defense, kept Boston in it. You know, Magic had some poor execution late, you know, gave Boston a chance to tie the game. They prevented them from tying the game. Orlando won this game straight out. Never let Boston fully back in it. Never let Boston take the lead back from them. They controlled this game throughout. It was their defense that dictated everything. And when the Magic needed to stop, they got to stop. And they set themselves up for better offense. It was a great team effort. It was a great team game. It is a, a game that the Magic should be very proud of and happy with how they played overall. They put in a lot of good work. And they have a lot to be pleased about with this game.
0: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early
2: and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's run through the final stats for you here just to get a glimpse of how everyone played a career night. For Jonathan Isaac, the best place to start, like I said, he had that big shot in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, that made it a five-point game, um, really just a heady play. He had a career-high 18 points and a career-high 12 rebounds, including four offensive rebounds, made eight of his 12 shots, two of his four three-pointers. It's not that, the, you know, Isaac's had a really rough go of it so far this year. Early foul trouble has, has limited some of his play, um, you know, he's just struggled to stay on the court. He's, he looked like a rookie, to be frank. I mean, I mean you can look at Muhammad Bamba. Uh, uh, you know, he has he had that great opening night, but he's been kind of invisible and still trying to figure things out a little bit, I think, uh, overall. So he's, you know, Isaac has had moments like that where he's still trying to get his sea legs under him and figure things out. But Isaac was really active from the get go, really good at again attacking the offensive glass and using his length to get rebounds, and that got him going with some easy shots. He had a he had a nice putback dunk. Our nice rebound and then a dunk um, he had a couple of nice plays around the basket uh, where he just tipped it in tipped it in he was just got out position guys and got rebounds um, but um, it, the, the confidence that Isaac is showing I think it is far more impressive um the shot that Isaac took against Tatum in this game and that, that late moment that's not a shot he takes last year the three pointers that he's taking you know straight off the pass are not shots that he would take last year. And so he is certainly feeling a lot more comfortable and improving a ton You know, each time he steps on the floor. And, and this game was a long time coming where he would step up in this way. Um, you know it wasn't a dominant 18 points i wouldn't say you know he did a lot of stuff on the ball he worked worked for you know for garbage points and spot up sh- spot up sh- opportunities and that's really what he should be doing at this point but telling him to crash the glass be strong defensively which he was as usual did a good job disrupting uh disrupting um uh uh passing lanes and 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 kind of being involved in, in disrupting boston's offense it, this was a career game it was a Good game for him. A long time coming for him. And and when he plays like this, the Magic are a difficult team to handle. Nikola Vucevic, another really stellar game. 24 points, 12 rebounds, 11 for 18 shooting. Um, assists were down to one, but three steals, no turnovers for him. Um, Orlando struggled offensively tonight. 40.9% from the, from the floor, 10 of 35 from beyond the arc. Only got to the line for 10 free throw attempts. It was not an easy game for the Magic on offense, but... Whenever they needed a score, whenever they needed a good thing to happen, they gave the ball to Nikola Vucevic, and he seemed to make the right thing happen. Again, he's not breaking anyone down off the dribble, he's still a post-up guy, but he's such a smart passer, he's such a smart screener, he's a good screener, um, and he's, he just made the right play constantly, and that's really all you can ask for and really all you want to see from him at this point. Um, his defense, too, was particularly strong in this game. I thought he was really really smart with his rotations, did a good job guard, defending the pick and roll, did a really good job just overall uh, handling uh, handling the, the Celtics de- offense. Um, when he needed to switch out, he switched out and held his own, or at least slowed the guy down enough so the help could come. And that's really all you ask of Nikola Vucevic. That's really all you want from him. And right now he's delivering. I mean, he looks like how he looked in December last year before the hand injury knocked him out for a month and a half while he was playing his best basketball on both ends of the floor. The triple double stuff does not seem so far fetched as a regular occurrence because as a regular occurrence because of uh because of how he's passing the ball and how he's playing. So another strong game for Nikola Vucevic. A couple guys who, who played well, but certainly uh, and the rest of the team really struggled from the floor. Aaron Gordon, 13 points, five for 11 shooting, two for five from beyond the arc. Forced some things early on, um, but uh, you know was was generally okay. It was really good defensively. Aaron Gordon was a fantastic defender uh, in this game, um, but uh, you know certainly he's, he's been up and down a little bit offensively. First game that he didn't have a strong rebounding game. Only three rebounds for him in this one uh, focusing a lot on his perimeter defense so I, I, I think I think Gordon played fine you know not superstar level but you know you know, I don't think we're going to get that every night from him Evan Fournier 14 points 6 rebounds 10 assists doing a good job playing alongside Nikola Vucevic and finding guys along the perimeter found DJ Augustin for a big 3 pointer late in the game that made it an 8 point lead for Orlando or yes Orlando blew another lead a little bit game was never tied Orlando made the plays to keep their distance and keep the lead all night long Fournier, though, shot five of 13 from the floor, two for five from beyond the arc. Two big free throws that are late to make it a three-point game in those final moments. Uh, Definitely a a good sign for him. The 10 assists, really a positive sign for him as well. DJ Augustin also contributing a double-double with 10 points, 10 assists, three for 13 shooting, three for seven from beyond the arc. So he made his threes when he got them. Um, Made a couple of big threes, actually, in the fourth quarter, though. So that was a big moment. He stepped up. In a big way, even though he's struggling to shoot. Um, overall, Orlando's point guards, Jaren Grant, wasn't much better with nine points. Um, excuse me, uh, with four points on two for six shooting. Um, both point guards really struggled when they got into the paint. They got surrounded and trapped. They couldn't get themselves out. Or again, Orlando's offense felt very stagnant for much of the night. Uh, when they're moving, especially running off of Nikola Vucevic, um, this is a really dangerous offensive team. They can they can do a lot of really good things when they're kind of stuck when they're kind of uh, trying to take guys off the dribble or the ball ball movement and motion stops, that's when they get themselves into big trouble. Uh, and, and I think that's a real big key for this Magic team is to make sure the movement is constant. Keep putting pressure on the defense with your player movement. And if you do that, um, you, you'll find some success offensively. Um, the bench really struggling tonight. Only 14 points off the bench for Orlando. All five starters score in double figures. Uh, Top guy off the bench tonight was Terrence Ross with 6 points, 0 for 5 from beyond the arc. 3 for 3 from inside the arc, but 0 for 5 from beyond the arc. Um, So, a tough game for him. Uh, Again, only the bench, and the bench really struggled in that that second quarter, especially as Boston came back into the game uh, once again lot of mis-transition opportunity, lots of mis-transition defense, a lot of uh, giving up open threes, which is really a theme throughout the night. Boston didn't shoot great from beyond the arc again, nine for 40, um, but they had a lot of open looks that they just missed. Um, it was, there were a lot of missed shots. I mean, let's uh, Orlando beat Boston. They deserve to win the game. They, they, they really played great defense, but there were definitely a few moments where Boston just missed open threes and missed open shots. That happens. You take advantage of it and you move on, um, but you know, definitely still a lot to clean up defensively for Orlando, despite how well they played. The Celtics shoot 40.7% from the floor. Like I said, nine for 40 from beyond the arc. Only nine free throw attempts, only 19 total free throw attempts for the game. Um, uh, Orlando, as another note as well, 28 assists on 38 field goal makes. You know, passing is big for this team. Uh, but the Magic defeat the Boston Celtics 93 to 90. Kyrie Irving with 22 points, eight rebounds, five assists to lead the Celtics. It was a. Uh, d- it was a strong game for the Magic, a game that they should be very happy with, a game that they should be very pleased with, very proud of, as they come back home to the Orlando to get ready to play the Portland Trailblazers on Thursday. Uh, the Orlando Magic, again, defeating the Boston Celtics 93-90. to Before we move on to some early takeaways, uh, you know, I, I just want to remind you that, as, you know, Gambling is coming to the United States. To the United States, sports gambling is coming to your t- to a town near you. Near you, it's happening. It's you know, states are still figuring things out. But um, you know, you just got to remember as this new world comes to you, um, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. This is your best bet of the season. Trust me. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. They have every type of wager that you could want. In-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use the promo code ENTER locked On when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. So, you know, we've been through four games now of the Orlando Magic season. Um, there are still 78 to go. A lot of basketball left to be played here in Orlando. Uh, and it's not the time to draw conclusions. I will admit, I have glanced at some statistics already, I've glanced at some lineup data, Um, I've glanced at the offensive and defensive rating, and those things still change very, very, very rapidly. So we don't want to draw any sweeping, ginormous conclusions. Um, I I think... one thing for sure, you know, we're seeing that the Vucevic Bomba lineup isn't working so great. And so I suspect that will be changed very soon. But I also respect Steve Clifford and I respect the Magic for not being so quick to change your rotation, not being so quick to mix things up unnecessarily. You don't have to do that quite yet. There is still a lot of time left in the season, there's still a long way to go. And you don't want to. Have anyone be shaken? Orlando's two and two. They played really. They played really well, honestly, in three of the four games, and so there isn't a huge impetus to change things up quite yet. And, and again, it's still too early to really, you know, throw everything away or throw everything into the fire. It's 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 a long season left to go. But I would say this over the past four games. There are definitely a few things that we can say, this is who the Magic want to be. This is the direction things are headed and this is sort of who, you know, kind of kind of where the struggles are gonna come from and, and where the successes are gonna be born. You know, I said this as the game was coming to a close. There, there are a few things that I noted um, um, there, 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 are, there are a few things that I noted as the game was coming to an end here. Number one, get used to defense. Get used to the defense that, that we saw on Monday night. We've seen the Magic play that kind of high-level defense in spurts throughout the season already. Against Miami, it was very prevalent how, how good the Magic were playing defensively. Um, like I said, in the first half against Charlotte, even though the Magic gave up a ton of points, Um I felt that, and I think Steve Clifford said this too, the first half the Magic played really good defense, and the offense was just so bad the rope they let go of the rope a little bit. Against Philadelphia, the defensive rating wasn't great, but you could see pockets where the magic were playing really strong defense, where they were committed to defending the paint and and and, and really, you know, working together and playing on a string to make sure everything was covered. Monday night was the magic playing defense at its absolute best. I think Boston's offensive, offensive rating was in the low 90s. It was like 93 or 94 points per 100 possessions. That is really good defense. That is elite-level defense. Celtics were gave up 95 points per 100 possessions, but that's the next point to make. So the defense that we saw Monday night, the defense that we saw Monday night, that's how the Magic want to play. That's the defining trait the Magic want when they step onto the floor. And so far, while the numbers may not show it quite yet, I think we can all agree that defense has been the Magic's calling card. When they're playing well, it's because of their defense. They're not going to outscore anybody. They tried against Philadelphia. didn't quite work. It was defensive breakdowns that cost them that game. So, that was defining in that way, that the Magic won a game on their defense. And really, the Miami game was the same way. Magic's offense wasn't fantastic against the Heat. What defined that game was again the Magic's defense. So we're already beginning to see that become a calling card. Is it going to be good enough, consistently enough to win enough win many games? You know, that part is still very much up in the air. That part, who knows? That's the part that is still to be determined because it is so early in the season. The same goes for the offense. The Magic's offense has been. Less than inspiring. Orlando has to run things through Nikola Vucevic because he's the best passer on the team, it feels like, and their most consistent offensive option. And when he's off the floor, you know, I'm not going to look at the on off numbers quite yet, but I would venture to guess when he's off the floor, the Magic are a significantly worse team. And who knows how good they actually are with Vucevic on the floor so far this year. So we know that the offense is going to be a struggle and and I, I think I've said this too the margin for error for the magic is still incredibly small. Orlando has to play really strong offense or you know that motion style offense that that we're seeing when the magic are really rolling. And they have to play really strong defense like near not near not elite level defense but you know top 10 level defense if they want to be successful because they will have moments like they had Monday night, where they can't put the ball in the basket. I would venture to guess. I mean, they scored 88 points against the Charlotte Hornets. They scored 93 against the Boston Celtics. One game was a win, one game was a loss. Defense matters. Holding onto the rope matters. Scoring just a steady consistency, with steady consistency, even if you only get to 95, 93, matters. Just for confidence' sake. But the Magic will have games where they just simply struggle to put the ball in the basket, where they struggle to generate offense at an effective and efficient clip. And they're going to have to find ways to survive it. They didn't Friday night. You know They only scored 10 points in the first quarter. They didn't find that consistency Friday night defensively. They found it Monday night. And that's going to be something big to watch. The other note that, that I would make that's been really interesting and you can kind of see hints of it. I don't think this is fully developed yet and I think, um, it, it, I think this is really the big lesson that we want to see through the season. Orlando played Philadelphia and Boston in back-to-back games. Probably two of the three best teams in the Eastern Conference. And in both games, Orlando gave them problems defensively and to some extent offensively. Certainly defensively, they gave them problems. Both Boston and Philadelphia feature the kind of switching schemes that the Magic seem like they want to employ. They have a lot of versatile, interchangeable players who can guard multiple positions. Two, three, even four positions. And this is really the direction the league is going defensively. Where if you get a bunch of those guys together, you can completely you can almost completely shut down offenses because the switchi- if your switching is seamless, there's no daylight. You force them into isolation actions, which are inefficient. And that's sort of what happened against Philadelphia and against Boston. You can see the pieces and the players the Magic are putting together are giving these elite teams and these are elite offensive teams not just elite teams overall giving these elite teams trouble they're finding it difficult to crack that code now obviously the sixers cracked that code they they dropped 115 points and their their rate their rating was was offensive rating was very very high but you can see hints of what the magic want to be with Isaac you know, able to switch on to guys. Vucevic even guarding Kyrie Irving for stretches and and holding his own. I mean, Mo Bamba had some plays where, yeah, his length was a problem and he he blocked, blocked a shot, blocked a jumper because his length is a problem for opposing offenses. You can see Gordon contributing defensively without, you know, his offensive game working. It's all still coming together. It's, it's not there yet. But add in some shooting, add in continued development for Isaac, for Gordon, for Bamba, for, for whoever else. And you can already begin to see the hints of the team Jeff Weltman wants to build, the team that he wants this group to become. It's not there yet. The personnel aren't quite all there yet. But you can see hints of it. And really what Monday's game was to me, was displaying those hints because the defense was that good. Of course, the question for the Magic now, can you do it again? That's always the question, isn't it? Can you do it again? I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening advice. Be sure to follow us on Facebook as well at Locked on Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore omd and for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including what the national media said as the Magic game was on NBA TV for their players only on Monday, check out orlandomagicdaily.com in the morning. Tomorrow, I'll be uh, going through my mailbag. I'll re-answer some of your questions from the mailbag as now we have some data under our belts. Um, answered some, answered, did a preseason mailbag. So we'll do that tomorrow. Um, the Magic next in action Thursday against the Portland Trailblazers at the Amway Center. But for now, for Orlando Magic, dealing Alien Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Reich. once again. The Orlando Magic defeat the Boston Celtics 93-90. to Until next time, we'll see you all for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast
0: Network, your teams every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.